Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Media Podcast Network. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of On to the Next One as we are coming off a very memorable, storyline heavy UFC 266 event where both world champions retained and the legend got himself some payback nearly two decades later. I am Mike Keck. Thank you for checking out the show. It's time to matchmake, and I'm always honored to be the co-matchmaker alongside the Prince of Positivity. He is the best friend to us all, Mr. Alex Kaylee. AK, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm great. My best friend, I, I missed a hell of a show, apparently. I, I cannot lie to America. Uh, I had familial wedding obligations to go to. A uh, very, very close friend of mine. This is not, you know, this isn't, I, this was not one of those uh, casual weddings where you're kind of like, eh, I could go, I couldn't. This is this is a, a very, you know, a de- very dear friend slash cousin of mine, and uh, it was wonderful to go. So I had myself a UFC-free day i kept up with the results i saw a few clips here and there but i did not experience this live with you and the listeners so uh, i'll just get that out of the way now but I, I think i have a pretty good idea of how things played out and i heard it was a, a really good show it was a really good show and let's get right into it because closing the show is is often difficult to do but man did these two guys deliver alexander volkanovsky is a stud and he beat another stud on saturday in an incredible battle the scores do not compare to how good this fight was against Brian Ortega. Tip of the cap to both men, but in the end, despite being in some hairy spots in that third round, Volkanovski looked incredible. He's getting better, and he retained the title after 25 hard minutes. So this one seems pretty obvious, AK, but uh, kick us off. Who is next for Mr. Volkanovski? Well, first of all, thank goodness Volkanovski won. Otherwise, we would not have heard the end of it from the rogue panelists. AKA E. Casey Lydon, who has uh, has been touting the sort of, you know, Volkanovsky's not the number one featherweight train. Touting the train? Anyway. Who's been he's been leading that that charge for quite some time. Uh, not that he thinks Ortega is, he's had Holloway as number one uh, featherweight, which I'm sure a lot of people would agree with. But uh, again, if Volkanovsky had lost, my goodness, it, I would have stopped doing the rankings, maybe. Mike, I might not have been able to deal with it. So Let's go. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a lot to say here. I, uh, Holloway, Yair Rodriguez, they're apparently, fingers crossed, going to fight uh, November 13th. That's the that's the, the chatter, right? I don't know if it's official yet, but um, it has to be the winner from that fight. It sounds weird. We could end up with Volkanovski fighting Holloway three times in four fights. I, but I just don't. Uh, Rodriguez, obviously, if he wins, he definitely gets a title shot. Uh, I just don't see a lot of other options. Um, 
So I, I'm going to go with the very simple answer. Yeah, the Holloway, Holloway Rodriguez. Yeah, it, it's Holloway Rodriguez. We confirmed it on Friday that agreements are in place. They announced the fight on the broadcast. And unless something crazy happens, it's likely going to be Max Holloway. And I am all in on a third fight between Volkanovski and Holloway. I scored both fights for Volkanovski, even the UFC 251 fight that was super close. But those are the best 245 pounders on planet Earth. Hashtag fight forever, AK, is, is what I say. But yeah, the, the winner gets Volkanovski, and it'll be an interesting fight. Now for Brian Ortega, he obviously needs to heal up. He took a beating. and But for the sake of the program, and I don't know if he'd be willing to wait that long, I'd love to see Giga Chikadze get that fight with, with Brian Ortega. But if not, it'd be a good fight for Josh Emmett to come back to. Something tells me Chikadze will probably be waiting in the wings for the november 13th fight if something were to happen to holloway more so than rodriguez so for ought no point purposes i'm gonna go with josh emmett is my official okay. pick but chikadze oh. works for me as well ak hoping that that the emmett ortega recovery timelines lineup I yes think, right that's yeah i think a lot of people would like that uh yeah all good options i saw a lot of giga i know a lot of people want a giga I'm going to go, I'd like Cater. I think him and Calvin Cater, two guys who are both getting this reputation for may, maybe being too tough for their own good, Mike. I mean, this could be this could be five rounds of two guys just, I mean, I like to think Ortega would probably, you know, go back to jiu-jitsu and, and win that way. But I think he would probably still end up on the feet. And they would just bludgeon each other for 25 minutes. Like, it would just be so ugly. Uh, and, I th- you know, this is a fan favorite, a fight night headlining uh, kind of fight. So I'm going, I'll go with Calvin Cater. Yeah, I would love to see that fight. And if Ortega is the fastest healer of all time, maybe we could see that before the end of the year. Because I know Cater definitely wants to get in there before 2021 wraps. But yeah, that'd be a, a hell of a fight. Valentina Shevchenko, AK, continues to just haunt the dreams of everyone at 125, maybe even 135 at this point. She goes out and dominates Lauren Murphy. She basically pitches a 19-minute perfect game and became the first fighter to finish Lauren Murphy in the process. What do you think could be next for the woman that just leaps and bounds is above all of her peers and all 125ers on, on planet Earth? Yeah, you know, no surprise she won. I think the only the only question was, could she finish Lauren Murphy? She could. She did, you know, just... And I really think that when we're looking back at her legacy, I hope people see that that's a, that's a pretty, pretty notable feather in Shevchenko's cap because, as you said, no one had ever done it before. Lauren Murphy is so, so damn tough. Uh... This is a, you know, magic wand matchmaking pick. I'm just going to go Nunez trilogy. Uh, if she beats Juliana Pena, UFC 269, December 11th. Again, I, we've probably mentioned Nunez matchmaking with her on the show before and saying like, well, we don't want to assume. But I mean, she'd be a pretty heavy favorite against Pena. I'm, I would pick her. I think most of us uh, on staff would. So, uh, yeah, let's just do that. I think you make that, you know, you make that hopefully a fight that could happen first quarter of uh 2022 assuming everyone's healthy so we may, may probably aiming for march maybe a, a march event um but yeah let's uh, let's just do that I, I i have more to say about it mike but uh, the whole uh, flyweight situation but let's uh, i want to hear your pick first yeah i i think we'll eventually see that fight maybe the fourth quarter of 2022 and probably what will end up being amanda nunez's final fight of her career because i think oh yeah i, I think Nunez will drop to 35. She'll fight Pena. She'll go back to, to 45, maybe fight once or twice up there. And then she'll maybe make that weight cut one last time. And I think the only, if she beats, Nunez beats Pena, I mean, really, there's only one left. And it's Shevchenko the third time. And I just want to throw this out there because a lot of people are throwing this out. There's a lot of new fans. They're like, oh, you got to throw these two women in there together. These two women fought twice. 
they were not the most exciting fights. They just weren't, yeah. right? They, they just weren't the most exciting fights. Sometimes, no matter how talented you may be, sometimes just stylistically, you just don't mesh. And for some reason, these two have not meshed. But I feel at this point, with the dominance, if, if Shevchenko and, and Nunes can continue on winning, that would be a great fight to wrap the year. But for me, in terms of what's next for Valentina... It's kind of tough. Like, if Joanne Calderwood beats Alexa Grasso November 20th, I think she would get the fight. Mm-hmm. If Grasso wins, while it, it would be a merited title shot, I don't want her getting the title shot without another win or two under her belt first. I'd like to see her confidence sky high before she gets in there and fights Shevchenko. I would also like to see Tyler Santos fight Caitlin Chukagian right now. And if Santos okay. wins, give her the title fight. But Ooh. AK, I'm going to do something here. I am admittedly forfeiting the valuable Otno point potential here because there just aren't a lot of options. So those are my two scenarios that probably make the most sense. Okay, so Santos fights Chikagian and wins. She would be option B. If Calderwood beats Grasso, she's option A. Option A. So I'm not going to sit there and take any, no, any Mike, check the one. tapes points. Pick one. Pick one. Pick one. Get, get a point. Get Go for that point. I'll go Joanne Calderwood, even though Joanne, she's got a tough fight if, ahead of her. Specifically, oh, and, and so specifically, if Calderwood, if Calderwood wins, if Calderwood wins, she gets the title and the, shot. And the other way around, you you said you really do not want to see Grasso. Not yet. Just okay. So Calderwood, if she beats Grasso, yeah, I think that's uh, that's the overwhelming sentiment. If 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 not the Nunez trilogy, and you know, because again, Shevchenko, I I assume she's probably minimal injury could want to what if she wants to fight in december right what if she wants to fight before the end of the year she likes staying busy so she's not going to wait around for nunez if she does if that fight is not guaranteed which is far from it um like you said it would probably be later later uh next year uh if it does happen i mean i, I would be hoping it'd be earlier but um yeah i know what you're saying it could, it could just be nunez uh retirement fight uh so i mean yeah it's quite a dilemma i mean i think you raised a, a lot of the good possibilities um I'm just, I was just looking at like if people are wondering like well why is it so difficult uh, just look at the so Jessica Andrade she just beat Chukagin she's beaten Lauren Murphy she just beat uh, Calvillo just lost Jennifer Maya she beat John Calder just said book Jessica I no one would ever want to see that fight again <laughs> she she beat her I mean that was I mean it was a great highlight I'm just saying I don't think everyone wants anyone wants to see that uh, Viviani Arujo is booked or just not ready or coming off a loss yep. And then some of the other names you mentioned. Uh, yeah, it's it's the only other ones I came up with would be uh, Andrea Lee if she beats Jessica I maybe, and then Marina Marosh if she beats Luana Carolina. These are, and these are just fighters who are like on streaks or have had recent or are ranked. And yeah, it's it's uh, it's really hard to find someone to fly. I, I would hope JoJo because I think this is a fight we should have had already. Um, but like you said, there's no guarantee she beats Grasso, and if Grasso wins, total. It's just a total. You're really not getting a satisfying contender. It's you're going to have to pull from one of those fights somewhere else. So yeah, and yeah. you want to build Grasso up. You don't just want yeah. to like lit, like throw her to the slaughter right yeah. away. Like let her build her confidence, get a couple more wins, then give her the shot and see what happens. But yeah, yeah. throwing her in title fight. Yeah, Tala Santos has the record. You know, I mean, I mean, I know she's not that well known to UFC fans yet, but you know, it looks good on paper. Eighteen and one record, right? They can sell that. They can kind of sell that. I- I'm not convinced, but. Good win for her on Saturday. Yeah, and just think, in a couple of years, we're going to have the Miranda Mavericks, the yes. Casey O'Neills, yes. the Aaron Blanchfields. Menon Fioreau. Menon Fioreau. Like, it just, just, she's going to have some challenges. So uh, we just got to kind of 
we just got to enjoy the dominance while we have it now for murphy this is easy there's heat between these two they both suffered lopsided losses on saturday now we can pay off the lauren murphy versus cynthia calvia feud right yeah, I was actually kind of leaning towards a Chikagian rematch. I don't know why. I just it's been a while since their first fight. Uh, I I I think Chikagian wants to keep taking tough fights, keep herself in that title picture, keep holding on to that sort of that number two spot that she has a death grip on, uh, or I guess number three. I'm, I'm sorry, behind uh, Andrade. Excuse me. And um, so so I I would like that. But yes, I understand the Cavio talk, and that you know they just fought on the same card. The timeline should match up, and they're, like you said, they're both they're both coming off losses. So. Yeah, yeah. I, my thing was, I don't know if she becomes a litmus test for some of the names you mentioned. Tala Santos, Miranda Maverick, O'Neal, if you know. Um, I, I would hope that she's not at that stage yet, but I could see the UFC kind of, kind of booking her that way. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Now, the biggest story heading into this event was the rematch between Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz. And the fight was way better than I thought it was going to be. But I made it a point to enter this fight clear-minded, completely open-minded, and prepared for absolutely everything that could happen. And Diaz you came have up. To with him. Yeah, you have to. Diaz landed. Lawler landed harder. And in the third, Robbie lands a big shot to the nose of Diaz. And that was enough. No further damage done. We got a fun fight. Nobody took life-altering punishment. The fight was stopped at the right time. Lawler gets his revenge 17 years later. And Diaz, to me, it was more important for Nick Diaz to fight Nick Diaz and get on this path to some personal closure in his relationship with fighting. And I think he took a step further with that. Um, so I'll just go ahead and kick this one off because it's the same answer for me for either of these two guys. It's Cowboy Cerrone. Like, if Nick's willing to go to 170, that fight makes sense. If not, I know they fought a few years ago. Lawler has the win over Cerrone, but it was somewhat controversial. There were a lot of people who thought Don Cerrone should have won that fight. It wasn't the the, the barn burner that everyone thought it was going to be. It was this close fight. Not sure if it's the kind of fight that gets Lawler super amped, considering he already has a win over Cowboy, but... It just makes sense to me, AK. Like, I don't want to see either of these guys fighting these up-and-coming studs. I don't want to see Lawler fighting, you know, Shafkat Rachmanov or anybody like that. Like, I don't want to see any of that. So, either way, I'm going with Cowboy. Sean Brady. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Brady versus Lawler. No. Yeah. Either way, I'm going with Cowboy. Okay. Yeah. uh, I have him for Diaz, uh, which lost me a second. Well, I'll I'll go Diaz first. I have him for Diaz because what— why else do you keep a Donald Cerrone around at this point? He's he's not going to fight for a title again. He's lost. He, he's winless in like six straight or five straight, six straight, something like that. And, and again, that doesn't matter. He's he's his reputation. He's beyond wins and losses. Dana White loves him. The UFC loves him. Uh, so yeah, I I'm I'm down for Cerrone Diaz. I, I kind of feel like in a way we're promoting the sadness Olympics here. Uh, but I do think this would give us one last 
like fun. like you said, it, Nick Diaz looked better than expected on on Saturday, right? Considering his kind of demeanor <laughs> leading up to the fight and the long layoff and all that, fighting the wrong, the wrong weight class. Um, so I, I do think that hopefully this would be down at 170 and a little more motiv- a little more motivated, Nick. And you know, we get one last like, one more burst of glory from both these guys who have just given us so much entertainment. Um, Wonder Boy was my other pick for Nick Diaz. Uh, I'm sure Wonder Boy he should start campaigning for that now. I think maybe he can get it. Robbie. Uh, uh, Mike, we're back. We're back. Hashtag lobby for Robbie for Tim Means. It's back. <laughs> it's back. It's back. Uh, Tim Means, you know, he, was, he stayed busy. He got, he got some other business done uh, from the last time, we, and we kind of dropped this. I think they're both. I think Tim's unscheduled now. So, hashtag lobby for Robbie. Let's do it. Let's bring it back. Yeah, I mean that, that that's a fine fight. Even Lawler Wonderboy would be fine with me. I, I had no issue with that fight either. There's just not a lot at this point that's going to get Lawler excited and say yes, I'll fight. Um, so it's going to have to be something interesting and, you know, kudos to Carlos Condit, happy trails yes. next, n- next chapter. But this is the kind of show that we kind of wish his name was still around because oh. we could have used yeah. him for both of these guys. Would have loved it. Would have loved either of those rematches. Uh, Lawler, Nate Diaz, hmm? anything, anything? Hmm? Hey. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you think Nate would do it? He'd probably be, he'd be interested, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, the money would have yeah. to be right. Five rounder. Try to get yeah. one back for the bro. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I think Nate's got Connor, and I mean, Nate's got options. It's just, it's just crazy being the Diaz's. Who knows? Diaz will probably fight Israel Adesanya for the middleweight title in his next fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> hashtag UFC doing UFC things. But uh, Curtis Blades got back in the win column. AK pretty dominant decision win. Mm-hmm. Considering how the rest of the card went, this was. Not the most entertaining fight of the night, but Blades negates Jarzinho Rosenstrike and his power and his striking, and he gets the win. He gets two checks, and that's all that really matters at the end of the day. So who you got next for the 30-year-old Curtis Razor Blades? It has to be time for Stipe, right? This match has been, talk- been talked about for a long time. Blades has been calling out Stipe for, like, I feel like, for, like two years or something. And I get it. So there was you know reasons not to do it. The timings didn't line up. Uh, Stipe was involved in the Cormier feud for the longest time. Stipe, I, I probably feels like he has nothing to gain from fighting Curtis Blades, but uh, you know, with what happened with John Jones uh, this week, that he's out of the picture now, so that's that's one less sort of big name for for Miocic to possibly line up against, and and Ngannou and Gone and all that. Uh, so I think uh, Blades is back in sort of that top four, top five mix, and if Miocic wants to fight, I mean, I don't know if he wants to wait for Ngannou and Gone. Um, and Blades could do the same thing. He could also maybe wait for Ngannou and Gone, but otherwise, I I think these two. I don't think either of them can wait that long, and I think they end up getting matched up. Yeah, I will disagree with you on that. I think now that John Jones is out of the picture, at least for the foreseeable future, I think Stipe just sees an open path. It's almost like he's guaranteed to get the winner of Ngannou Ngannou. Oh. So what's the point? Like, just bulk up and get huge like you said you were going to do, and now you get a little bit of extra time, you're probably going to get slotted in there. And I don't think Blade, Blades wins, and that's great, but I don't think his performance is going to put the UFC in a position to rush him any closer to a title fight. I just don't think they they like his style all that much. And Blades is 30, so heavyweight prime, we're not even close to it yet. So maybe things will change, and maybe he starts knocking dudes out left and right and, and gets in the better grace of the UFC. So <laughs> much, like, much like the Shevchenko pick, I got a couple of different options because things have to play out in certain ways. So... If yeah. Marcin Tybora beats Alexander Volkov on October 30th, that is the easy pick for me. Yes. But that is a big Correct. if. And Correct. if that happens, it's a no-brainer. If not, and maybe I'm just forfeiting out no points all over the place, despite their value, 
Tom Aspinall should get that fight. Blades is good. He's young, but the UFC is not going to be, like I said, in any rush to put him in a title fight. And the queue is a little long as it is. So Tybora with the win, 1A. Tybora loses. Give Tom Aspinall that fight. Let's give him a step up because this dude is legit. And I get like he wants to go step by step, but if you get thrown Curtis Blades, he's not going to say no to it. And I think it's a fight he can win. I am so rooting for Tabora to get to do play out exactly that scenario to beat Volkov and uh, to win. But I didn't want to jinx him. Not that I believe in that sort of thing, Mike. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I, Aspinall would have my, my other option. One of my other options, Chris Dawkins, of course. Uh, again, two of, their, two of these undefeated heavyweights, guys that are coming up. Again, I, I, I feel like they're one fight away, maybe, from the UFC wanting to put them up against Blades, just because he's so. Like you said, he's not always the most entertaining fighter, and he, he, I think they're invested in both these guys, and he could beat either of them in a way that just makes them look bad. So I think one more fight away, they might want to keep him away. Um, I do think the Tabura one makes the most sense, but uh, if I'm Blades, I'm, I'm trying to get that Stipe fight. You know, I'm really, really trying to get that Stipe fight, but uh, you mentioned some reasons why. I don't know. It might, be, it might be more out of reach than ever, but I hope not. I, I want to see that one. We've had some... Like, Shevchenko was tough. I feel like Blades was a little bit tough. But this is, in my opinion, is the toughest piece of business coming out of this card. Jessica Andrade, who just goes out and destroys Cynthia Calvillo to kick off the main card, becomes the first fighter to ever stop Calvillo in her career. She's just so powerful and so devastating. And when she lands, like, you can feel it. And it just changes the complexion of so many fights. And she's just a tough out for anybody in any division. She calls for the Namiunas Zhangwei Li winner. She will not jump Esparza. At least she shouldn't. That idea makes sense, certainly, to fight the winner of that fight. But Esparza is next at 115, or the world makes no sense at all. So if she does want to fight for the Strawway title, I don't think she's going to get in there and get an immediate shot. She'll need a win, at least one win to do so, in my opinion. So... If that's the plan, you want to get back to 115, which is smart because you have a better shot of getting back to a strawweight title shot than you do a flyweight title shot at this point. I say give her the winner of Mackenzie Dern versus Marina Rodriguez. That could be the next number one contender fight to face the winner of Rose Namajuna, Zhang Wei Li, the winner of that fight versus Carlos Barza, and then you have another contender waiting in the wings. We're just playing a little bit of a of get ahead. I think that makes the most sense, especially if she really wants to go back to 115 and fight for the title. What do you think? The only other option at 115, and this might not be interesting to Andrade, would be a rematch with Tisha Torres. It was maybe like three years ago, and Tisha's on a nice roll, so I could see that one. I do think the Dern uh, Rodriguez winner would obviously be more intriguing for uh, for Andrade and her team. Uh, If she stays in 125, I think the only real fight I could think of was probably Jennifer Maya. but it's weird. It's it it would still keep both of them like one fight away from from uh, any sort of rematch. Maya, I mean, might have a stronger case. I think she took. Did she like took a round or two from? It was a kind of. It was the. It was one of Shevchenko's defenses where she didn't look like amazingly dominant. There was like, a couple of moments where Maya at least kind of made the fight, you know, the way she wanted to make it. But I know, I'm not saying it was a great fight. I, I do remember people saying like it was. You know, so kind of boring pick. She stays at 125, more interesting. Uh, anyways how how uh, keeps herself in time like she's she is such a star and I, I i almost wish that uh the ufc there was a way to make her an even bigger star but i mean she just keeps doing her thing and that's that's great uh oh. yeah i agree you are you there okay okay we're back you, you broke up a little bit yeah, we're good you, yeah did you lose any of that okay okay yeah we we heard it there's uh 
you know, you just sounded like a monster a couple of different times, like Darth Vader ish. But oh, we, we got you back. Okay, that's good. No, that's good. No, We're I, was good. Just doing, I was just doing a voice. I was just doing a voice. So let us head to the wild card round. There's a lot to choose from here. Will we select one fighter we have not match made for yet, and we will do so right now. So I have two in line, AK, uh, and this okay. is based on what you pick. So if you pick what I pick, I'm going a different uh, route. So uh, okay. what is your UFC 266 wild card matchup? I'm gonna guess you didn't I, that I didn't go with either of yours. So hopefully I can hear two wild card picks from from uh, Mike Heck. But I'm going with uh, Murad Walishvili. Uh, boring pick, I know. The featured headliner, uh, you know, uh, obviously one of the biggest biggest winners in the night, taking out Marlon Moraes. Uh, I've, I've chosen chaos, Mike. I've chosen chaos. I want him to take his best bud, Aljamain Sterling, spot at UFC 267. I want to see him fight Piotr Jan. I want another interim title to be created. Keep the interim title train. Let, let, let's let's go. Uh, keep turning these bad boys out. Uh, the more, the merrier. It'll create an awkward situation if he if he does end up winning. Uh, Aljamain Sterling will presumably want to be right back in that title picture when he comes back. Uh, him and Rob do not want to fight each other. I think if there's a world title on the line, they might consider it, or they might have to work out some other arrangement. I don't think he'd want to stand in the way of Marab Valishvili um, becoming a UFC champion either. So. I know there's people ahead of, of uh, Murad Walishvili in the pecking order, in the rumor mill. Um, I get it. I understand. But he's my pick. He, I just think it'd be fun. I'd like to see him jump over some of these people <laughs> just to see their reaction. And I think he could win. I, I don't know. I'm all in now. I, I picked Marais, uh to beat him. I know it was uh, he had to come back. Um, Walishvili, excuse me, he had to come back to win the fight. Uh, but I'm a believer. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer now. So give me Devashvili and Jan at yeah, UFC 267. I think Marab... I mean, Marab at the post fight basically said like it's fake news that he would even be considered for this fight or that he would even take it. So, although I would love him to be like, you want to do an interim title fight to fight my boy? There will be no interim title. I'm going to win this title and I'm going to throw it in the trash. And oh. Aljo is going to fight somebody else. Like I'm just, I'm going to just win the title wow. just so there is no interim champion. So oh. that would be like a good way to like <laughs> to the approach it if, if I'm Marab. That'd be amazing. God, the Sarah Longo family would just be so. What what a story that I would. Oh my! And and he's Rob's kind of eccentric. He would. I feel like he would do that. I feel like you're like people are like probably laughing at that idea. He would do something crazy like that. He would alundra blaze Medusa the crap out of that (laughs) interim title. It'd be amazing. Um, I went with Marab as well. Uh, I'll, I'll quickly reveal my other pick afterwards, but that fight with Mario Moraes is insane. It, it was an incredible comeback after nearly being stopped in the first round, and, and with a night like we had, that round, at least at the time, was the round of the year in a lot of people's eyes, and now it's somewhat forgotten after what happened in the third round between Volkanovski and Ortega. So, look, this guy, and I've said this for a long time on the show and throughout my career, Marab is going to be a nightmare to find fights for. Especially now, especially after that performance. No, no top 15 guy. After seeing Marlon like crack him and Marab getting stronger afterwards, which is even, just so ridiculous, no one's going to want to fight him. But he should fight Dominic Cruz next. He deserves a name like that. And quite frankly, I want to see if Cruz can solve that puzzle. Like, I really want to see if that incredible fight IQ can solve the Marab puzzle. And we've never, we've seen Cruz dominated in fights. We've seen Cruz lose fights. We've never seen Cruz on his back for 15 or 25 minutes. And Marab has the potential to do that. 
So I would want to see that fight because I don't think anybody, I think he's got two choices. The two options he has is Cruz or Pedro Munoz because no one else is going to take that fight. Nobody. The other option I had, Chris Dawkins versus Derek Lewis. Let's just do the damn thing. People want it. Let's just do it. You got you to give the people what they want. People want it. Uh, you don't think uh, really, uh, Rob Font, he was not taking that one? Why would Rob Font take uh, that Rob, fight? Rob Font I, I is a know. win away from fighting for a, for a world title. And you're going to step yes. back and fight Marab? Like that is, that, that just be maybe, silly Maybe business. Marab is that, maybe he's that win. No. No. Maybe he's that win. Rob Font could, Rob I'm Font's next saying. fight will be either against TJ Dillashaw which you would have to think he's next for the title. But now this whole interim title fight thing throws a monkey wrench into all of this. Oh. So now Dillashaw's going to have to yeah. wait. Jose Aldo or Corey Sandhagen if he doesn't get the interim title fight. Fighting Marab okay. makes no sense. Literally makes zero sense. It'd be, so I would, so I would call his manager on the phone <laughs> and, and be like, Tyson, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> You're You'd, really be upset. You'd be offended. Fight. You'd be personally offended. You'd be like, I thought I knew you. I thought we we knew each other. Like, like what? Like, I'd be like, gangster move. But like, there better be a uh, there better be some sort of clause in that contract that says no matter what happens, Rob, if Rob beats Barab, he's fighting for the title over TJ over <laughs> anybody else. Or okay, he, like, okay. just they just give him the title. Like, <laughs> <'Cause that's laughs> you are now you're the you're the captain now. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's just. I mean, it, I'd like to see it because it'd be an interesting fight, but. Not right now. I mean, that's just, that'd be craziness. So, okay. Do we have any check the tapes, mic checks, or anything like that? Really? I don't think there was any like crazy, like, I know there's a few matchups that became official, but nothing like, nothing really new that hadn't been discussed. Like Rodriguez, you know, Holloway had kind of been discussed forever. So, no, we had a slight check. I think you you got tagged in the, we both got tagged in this from our pal uh, Ren O at Rencredible on Twitter. He said, uh, this is from a, a bit ago. He says, he wanted to make a note about our UFC Vegas 37 pre-show, Mike. He said he was disappointed in us that we didn't call on the UFC to re-sign Sarah Kaufman to face for Kel Pennington on uh, on onto the on, onto the next one, the last episode we did, whenever that was. Uh, and I'm like, listen, uh, Renault, we talk about Sarah Kaufman all the time. Uh, we, uh, yeah, I, one, we rarely match up uh, people on the on onto the next one that aren't signed to the UFC, right? I don't think you or I, the listeners do that. You and sometimes I they do, that. yeah, yeah. Um, very rarely. Uh, so we have been pushing the 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 Sarah Kaufman train for like two straight years now, uh, right now. So get off our backs, all right? We obviously we want to see Sarah Kaufman resigned. Uh, fight with Raquel Payne should be great. So a good suggestion. Thank you for that. But don't be disappointed in us on our Sarah Kaufman should be back in the UFC uh, coverage. We are we have, we're just on that constantly. All right. No, uh, people have told us to stop to get it to stop talking about it. Um, this is the first time someone has said that we didn't talk about it enough. So. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got fired up. It's okay. Um, and even if we did, it wouldn't have mattered because uh, from what I understand, and I can't say because it's not completely confirmed, but Raquel Pennington's oh. next fight is uh, is going to happen before the end of the year. So stay oh. tuned for that news. Okay. okay. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., 
and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Um, do you want to give your d- disclaimer yeah, for these disclaimer. listener picks? Well, the first one doesn't really matter because, like we said, usually we only talk about winners, but this episode is pretty much fair game. There's just so many big names on it. Winners, losers, very fun to talk about everyone. Uh, categories rule. We're trying to focus on, you know, unique picks here, but, uh, I, I, you know, focus on and we'll, we'll let you know which what the most popular picks are uh guys please avoid these mistakes fighters got already booked weight class wrong weight class that people fought already recently uh, someone's injured someone's been released all right I, i'm seeing more in this every week it's getting worse i don't know if you guys are trolling. <laughs> and uh this overall bit of plot this week a lot your pick might might just be doo-doo we don't want to read it guys we had a lot of doo-doo picks this week and i'm just not going to read them so if you don't hear your pick read i just want you to look within that's all i'm going to say all right, I'm going to fire through these. Um, we'll start with Poppy underscore Bryant. He throws a wild card pick right off the bat because it's smart. It's a smart thing to throw a wild card pick out there right off the Do bat. It. Uh, he likes strike right, off, right out of the gate. Yeah. He likes Aspinall versus Abdurahimov coming off of the Abdurahimov loss. Okay. Uh, Andrade versus Maya for the interim belt. Don't see her sliding into the strawweight <laughs> title. An interim title for Valentina I assume, Shevchenko? I assume, he, I assume he means Shevchenko because would go up to fight Nunez. And, yeah, because yeah, he does say that. So, yeah. But okay, just okay. the order of this was, was puzzling to me. Uh, Blades <laughs> versus the Volkov Tybora winner. Yes, I know him and Volkov just fought. Lawler versus Nathan Diaz. Uh, Volkanovsky versus the winner of Yair versus Max. And they showed Yair tonight. The fight slash day was under his name. So, yeah, I mean, we confirmed it on Friday that it was agreed to, and the UFC is going to put that stuff up there anyways. Uh, Brandon Nunez, screw it. Dacus versus Lewis. Hashtag wildcard pick. Uh, Hooker versus loser of RDA versus Islam Makachev. Yeah. I, uh, Marab versus Font. No. Andrade versus Baia. <laughs> yes, people are talking about it, Mike. I mean, if they made it, I'd watch it, but it just makes no sense for Rob Font to Tyson, take that fight. Tyson, if you're out there... Don't say, just think about it. Tyson, just say no. Just say no. <laughs> uh, he likes Andres Vermaia. Blades versus Stipe. Uh, after some time off, Ortega versus Cater. And then, yeah, a lot of a lot of the same, a lot of the same Z's. Owen Carroll, Jonathan Pierce versus Herbert Burns. Matthew Semmelsberger mm. versus Munir Lezez. Uh, Nick Maximoff versus literally any middleweight. This is essentially a contender series fight. Uh, Jalen Turner versus uh, Rafael Alves. Tyler Santos versus Jennifer Maya. Uh, Chris Dacus versus Volkov Tybora. F. Mark Smith, by the way. Shamil must have done something to Mr. Smith. So you didn't see that. Go back and watch that fight, AK. Mark Smith okay. was... Uh, right. Chris Dacus had poor Shamil Durahimov dead to rights and was was like, okay, no, no. You know what? Keep going. Keep beating him up, Chris. And Chris beat oh. him up some more. And then Mark was like, okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. it was bad. It Mark, was, Mark- Mark's is usually pretty solid, but I mean... Yeah, this is pretty yeah, awful. Yeah. Uh, Dan Hooker versus Benail Dariush. Of course, he made the call out. No issue with that. Mm-hmm. Marab versus Rob Font or Corey Sanhagen, whoever doesn't replace Aljo. Uh, Andrade versus the Calderwood Grasso winner. Uh, Robbie Lawler retirement. Nick Diaz retirement. Yeah, uh, a lot of that. And that's the originals there. Uh, Jake Marshall, again, no suggestions. Just when will Volk get the treatment he deserves? As an avid Max Holloway fan, I freaking love Volk. Guy's a stud of studs. Do I think he lost the second Max fight? Yes. Do I blame Volk for the judge's decision? No. Guy's a savage. Love the podcast. So, yeah. Okay. Who, was it? Who was this? Who was this? Uh, Who that was, was Jake Marshall. Listener? 
Thank you, Jake Marshall. You're an you're an you're a classy, educated man. Thank you. Yes, we love that. Uh, Alex Bonds. Alex Bonds, big fan of the show, first time submitter. Welcome, <gasps> Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex Bonds. Uh, let's see what we got here. Anything new? Um, Blades versus Dacus. Mm-hmm. And a smart man, Alex Munoz. A smart man. Marab versus Pedro Munoz. That's the fight. That's a fight we should be making and focusing on. And that's the only thing he's going to be able to get right now, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. He's also calling for a Lawler Diaz retirement. Oh, boy. A lot of that. Yeah. Our friend Conwizzle91, Sean. Great night of fights. I'd say the obvious. Volkanovski versus Winner of Max versus Ayer. Uh, what else we got? Ooh, I think Lawler versus Kevin Lee makes sense based off both their recent performances. I'm just making a face right now. Let, let me think about that one. I'm making a face. People can't see <laughs> okay. it. Uh, Hooker versus Armand Rukian makes perfect sense. And then he says, go Pats. Well said. Uh, let's see if we got anything new from John Ray. Jalen Turner versus Matush Gamrot. That's a sick fight. I saw so many different Jalen Turner matchups. He's on a three-fight win streak, right? Two submissions yeah. in a row. Two submissions in a row. On, that snuck up on me. I didn't realize how well this, this young man was doing. He's a stud. Tyler Santos versus Viviani Araujo. Um, what else do we got? Rob really versus the Frankie Edgar Marlon Vera winner. Yeah, I got no problem that, yeah. with that one either. No, that's good. Uh, Jessica Andrade versus Ioanni and Jacek 2. Uh, I saw people suggesting that at 125. Yeah, I got no issue with that. Robbie Lawler versus Matt Brown. Matt Brown's fighting Brian Barberina, but maybe, mm-hmm. maybe after that fight, win or mm-hmm. lose. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, so Brian Ortega, he throws up Brian Ortega versus Holloway Rodriguez loser. <laughs> John Ray <laughs> says Valentina Shevchenko versus Anthony Joshua. Why not at this point? <laughs> no, Usyk. You got to give her Usyk. Oh, God, that was that's tremendous. Uh, what What the hell is going on here? Uh, Marcus eleven ninety six. Who apologize? I mean, it's never good when you say I apologized a four roses. Apologize if I said anything off kilter. Uh, <laughs> this is this is just all over the place. Robbie Lawler versus <laughs> Robbie Lawler versus Daniel Rodriguez. He likes because they're cut from the same cloth. I I I would love that matchup, but man, I just feel like at this point Rodriguez rolls over him though. I just don't. I don't know if I want to see that. Uh, he likes da- uh, Marab versus Corey Sanhagen straight mm-hmm. up. Um, Dacus versus the loser of Volkov Tybora. Tyler Santos versus Miranda Maverick. Jalen Turner versus Mike Davis. That fight is redonk. Uh, Nick Maximoff versus Hadolfo Vieta already. I don't hate it. I guess people are higher than Maximoff. I don't know. They're certainly higher on, uh, as far as Diaz friends go, they're higher on Nick Maximoff than they are on Martin Sano after last, after Saturday. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Nick is, uh, yeah, Nick's, Nick's a good fighter, man. He's definitely someone to keep an eye on. Uh, Jonathan Pierce versus Charles Jordan. I like that fight. And yeah, then Matthew Semmelsberger versus Jeremiah Wells is just full on violence. Uh, Keegan Elliott, uh, Marab versus Aldo. He likes Dacus versus Derek Lewis. Thank you, Keegan. Uh, Kyle Smith. Do we have anything else? Uh, I think it's just comments on the fights. Uh, hey guys, vocal great tonight. Definitely deserves some more respect from the fans. Uh, bullet picked Lauren Murphy apart. I don't really see any clear fight for her right now, aside from moving up and fighting Nunes. She may have to sit around for a while for a new contender to be ready. Sadly, I think it's time for Nick to retire. He didn't look like he didn't look like himself. Lawler, I like seeing him go back to 170. Maybe go up against D Rod to get him into the rankings. 
Uh, only fight I see for Andrade is Maya. Another win for each could put them back into a title shot. Uh, Blades fight Marcin if he beats Volkov next month. Or maybe mm-hmm. Tom Aspinall. Kyle, I'm on the same page as you, my man. Uh, Liam Jeffrey. Uh, Shevchenko versus Nunes 3. Not going to happen, but I can dream. Lawler versus Miguel Baeza. Baeza gets top talent that he can use to rebound and jump into the top 15. No, this is the, this is the please don't use Lawler as a stepping stone thing we were discussing earlier. Yes, no, we don't want, we don't want to do that. Stop that. Uh, what else we got? Marab versus Aldo. Hooker versus Gillespie, AK. Yeah, I have them right next. In my rankings, they're right next to each other. Uh, our man Francesco from Italy. Volkanovski versus Giga. Let's go. I, I saw it. I saw people saying, forget it. Let's just get Giga right in there. People believe he's ready. Yeah, he says maybe it's too early, but I think he's the toughest matchup possible for Volkanovski. Uh, Lawler versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. Has, was that ever booked? I no, think it was no, on the book. Was it never thought, on the book? I thought it was. I swear it was. A, okay, that's, that's a canceled fighter. It had to have been at some point. It sounds so familiar, yeah. Uh Semmelsberger versus Carlson Harris is a fun one. And another Devolish Devolish really versus Aldo. I think Aldo uh, makes way more sense for Marab than Rob Font does. Uh we'll let the people decide that. Uh, I think the people I think I mean I know that was an Aldo uh, that was a point for Aldo there. I I, I, I you've said a few fonts. I've heard a few fonts. I'm just There's saying. a couple fonts. A couple well, fonts. We, we managed to check the tapes on this. It's a, it's We're so spacing Aldo's starting to gain some 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 distance from from Mr. Font. All right, right all right. Oh by the way, uh, UFC 245. Ponzinibbio Lawler, uh, Ponzinibbio injury. So okay. this is Dece- De- December 2019. Uh, Bobby Atkins has one suggestion and one suggestion only. Robbie Lawler versus Darren Till at 185. <sighs> yeah, Darren Till would love that fight. Gosh, he would. I think love Robbie Lawler fight. would love that fight. You think so? Oh, I, I think mean, that's one any- that would get him. Yeah. I think that's one that would get him going. That's a, that's an interesting. I'm not. I'd not have thought of that. Uh, let's see. Let's go to some of our regs. Jack Porter. I know Zabit is a huge question mark, but can we just admire how entertaining a fight between him and T-City would be? There you go. Uh, he's on the Marab versus Fon train. Uh, Hooker Gillespie. And that, those are the only kind of new ones. Uh, Jaron Kawada. Pierce versus Kamuela Kirk. Semmelsberger, Jeremiah Wells. Jalen Turner versus Ricky Glenn. Ricky Glenn, you may have missed this one, is booked to fight Grant Dawson October 23rd. Uh, But that is new. That just happened. So I I will forgive you for that. It is not doo-doo. You're you're too kind. Uh, Santos versus Maya. Marab versus Cheeto if he beats Edgar. And Shevchenko versus Triple C, Henry Cejudo. Uh, I love that. I love I love all these different ideas for. But he said he's just kidding. There's clearly no one left for bullets since Andrade Chikagian are just gonna keep beating off all the prospects. Uh, Tristan Gordet. Let's see. Robbie Lawler versus the winner of Matt Brown versus Brian Barberina. Uh, he another one for Andrade versus the winner of Calderwood versus Grasso. Wild card. Marab Wallace Willie versus Usman. Nurmagomedov, and you never, you always know a good explanation is coming when it starts with Mike. Hear me uh, out. Hear me out. Oh gosh. I think Let me finish. I think he's the only one that can match the pace of Marab, especially when it comes to the wrestling. And I know Usman has only one fight in the UFC, but I think that fight will be very competitive. And I'm not sure that Marab will win that fight outright. Before you shoot this fight down. Remember, Sarukian faced Islam Makachev in his first fight, and now Islam is now ranked number five. You said on the post show, no one wants to fight Marab. I think Usman would fight Marab. Um, now, listen to me. I, I normally, 
am not one to shoot down ideas, but I'm going to shoot this one down a million percent. And the reason why is because this fight can't happen right now because there are two different promotions, Tristan Gordat. Usman Namagamadov is in Bellator and he's getting ready to fight in Russia on October 23rd. So oh, I am dear. shooting you down, Tristan Gordat. Oh, dear. Come on. Maybe, that. Maybe, come on, man. Maybe he meant Saeed? He said Usman 14 times. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Tristan. I'm just... I, I'm, we love Tristan Gordon. I'm busting yes. your balls because we know you so well. But, yeah, I, I have to shoot you down just because you got it wrong. So if you want to retract that, send it in. We'll read it next week. But, no. I, although I would like to see the fight. I mean, that, that'd be a crazy matchup at some point. But Usman Nurmagomedov is happy in Bellator, just running through these guys and... And building his legacy at such a young age. Uh, he, he likes You're hooking mean. Gillespie. You're mean. You're <laughs> I mean. read that whole message and I'm like, Usman Nurmagomedov. I'm like, he's the, when did he sign to the UFC? And then I had to look it up because there's so many of them. I'm like, oh yeah, it's the same guy I thought of. You're so mean. Uh, Magic Mighty 67. Hey Mike, firstly, I apologize for my Twitter mistake asking for Armand versus RDA. I forgot about the Islam fight. So there's penance. Penance, and I dig that. You're not getting checked. Yeah, they're not getting checked. It's good. Uh, he likes Dacus versus Jarzinho, Murphy versus Andrade, Calvillo versus Santos, Marab versus Munoz. All the best guys. Also, give Volk. Volk versus Darius. Nah, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's a typo. Uh, and then we'll end with Patrick Austin. Semmelsberger versus Court McGee. He likes Marab versus T.J. Dillashaw. Dacus versus Lewis. Uh, Ortega Jakadze, uh, Jalen Turner versus Patty Piglet. I think I spelled this name right. Uh, oh, that was like a burn. I thought they were just trying to burn sheesh. People are just people had some pops last night. Uh, <laughs> Hooker Sarukian. The last few require some weight changes. AK love these kinds of matchups. Robbie Lawler versus Tony Ferguson for a million and 170 other reasons. Andrade versus Claudia Gadelia at 125. Wild cards from just random thoughts. How have we not ever seen Clay Guida versus Jeremy Stevens? That's another fight has to have been booked. We really haven't seen that fight. No, I don't think so. Well, make it happen, Captain. I don't know. That's it for me, AK. All right, get all right. after let it, me, son. Let me let me blow through some of these. So, anyway, so the most popular picks. Uh, Volkanovski, Hallway, Rodriguez winner. It's just, it's just such a no-brainer. I feel like everyone mentioned it. Ortega for Chikadze was the best top name I saw for Ortega. Uh, Arnold Allen, Josh Emmett, Calvin Cater also mentioned. Uh, Shevchenko versus Nunez three. Uh, uh, actually, it was about equal with people also saying Shevchenko, uh, Grasso, Calderwood winner. So I think it's just people want you know hedging, hedge, you know trying to whether they think she'll want to fight again at 125 within the next three or four months, or if she'll wait for Nunez, because uh, the Nunez one makes a lot of sense. Uh, from the UFC report, he said, there's nothing left for Valentina after Amanda wins against Pena, which let's not kid ourselves, she will. There'll be no one left for Amanda. The two best females to ever do it, it's maybe, he said, maybe the best fight the UFC can make in 2022. I need it. Is it though? Uh, that, I mean, it's probably true. I mean, we, again, John Jones and Gunner's definitely off the table now, so. Um, Blades, uh, uh, Stipe Miocic and Blades, the most popular pick there. Uh, Andrade versus Maya, Andrade versus Murphy, about about even. And uh, the most popular pick I saw for Devalishvili was Corey Sanhagen. But like we said, we, he's definitely uh, in rumored to, to be one of the names being considered for the 267 spot. But I, obviously, if that doesn't happen, him and Sanhagen would be a great fight. Sanhagen, probably no interest in taking that one. Um, 
Devalish uh, Villiers Aldo was another popular one. Thomas Collins says, let's test Aldo's outstanding takedown defense. Kind of what you said with the Cruz matchup, Mike. It's like we've seen Aldo lose. He's never really been like out grappled, out wrestled. That just hasn't happened. So um, it would be a very, very interesting test and not a fight that uh, Marab would be guaranteed to win at all. Same, same with the Cruz matchup. Uh, Hooker versus Dariush and Hooker versus Sarukian, both about equal popularity. Again, a lot of people still writing, you know, Sarukian's call out of uh, of Hooker. So I think either one, great matchups. And uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. You said screw it, and one of your I know one of your uh, suggestions said screw it, Mike. I guess everyone's saying screw it because they all want Chris Dawkins versus Derek Lewis. Yes. Uh, at Ao, its dad says no threat of takedowns. Two guys who like to swing. This fight makes sense. Derek needs to step back. Chris deserves a big opportunity, like facing a popular fight uh, fighter such as Lewis. Uh, and the other one, Dawkins versus Rosenstrike. Uh, and Stephen Breider says give this man a main event. So uh, you know, j- j- I think he wants to find a way to showcase Chris Dawkins. I think that would be a great. Uh, a great uh, fight night main event. And then uh, uh, Tyler Santos, Cynthia Calvillo, Tyler Santos, uh, Viviane Arujo, about equal. And one weird one that I was surprised uh, a couple of listeners picked up on, uh, Maximov versus Andre Petrosky. So I love any Ultimate Fighter 29 mention. And uh, Petrosky was a good fighter on that show. He, he was favored to win the show. He did not. But uh, sure. Uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter versus Contender Series. Sign me up. People are on the same page as this. Got a couple of first-timers, so I got to read them out. Uh, first, Dax, at Pike Putt on Twitter, uh, just says he wants uh, Ortega Chikadze and uh, Marab versus Font. Yes. Oh, that's why I read this one. And he says, it will never happen, but Hooker versus Gaethje if Gaethje loses to Chandler. Why, why would that never happen? That's possible, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, listen, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Oh, yeah, you're right. Kids, yeah, follow your dreams. Um <laughs> Uh, and Alexander Carvalho, uh, thank you. Another first timer says he's a big, a big fan of onto the next one. Uh, first time sending a matchup. Did not want to send a doo-doo pick. Here it goes. He says and- Jessica Andraj versus Irene Aldana. So obviously Andraj uh, uh, and move up to 135. He says I know it's kind of crazy. Just constantly says she wants tender three divisions. Jermaine injured herself, so Irene needs a new opponent. No one seems. Available bantamweight, and it would make Jessica's legacy so much more of badass than it already is, even if she lost. So uh, he says that's my pick. Uh, cheers from Brazil. Keep up the great work. Abraço, I think that's what he said. Uh, Alex from uh, from uh, Brazil. So I probably butchered that, Alexander. I apologize, but I'm I'm doing my best here. Yeah, uh, Guy Cruz has really been trying to help me with this stuff. I should have <laughs> asked him first. Uh, Ao, it's dad. I just want to. He had a really nice greeting for us, which I wanted to read. I just got it. Oh, I thought I had this organized. Uh, oh yes, he says. Um, always looking forward to Think thankful, thankful for you fellas thank you, yes we have uh, Canadian Thanksgiving coming up soon, or real Thanksgiving as I like to call it, so thank <gasps> you uh, at AO It's Dad, for the, you heard me You heard, I didn't stutter, for the early uh, Thanksgiving well wishes, uh, Hooker versus Fazeev if he beats Riddell, Santos versus Murphy oh, <laughs> Martin Sano versus Amirer he says, come on my guy, look at yourself in the mirror keep it real, you aren't a fighter, oof, wow this is, this is a lesson not every opportunity in your life should be acted upon. Uh, I wouldn't be that harsh, but I, yes, I think anyone who saw uh, Martin Sano entered on like a, a, a two-fight winless streak. He's a uh, He hadn't fought in years. He's a, a friend and training partner of Nick Diaz, which is why he was put in the card, and he was knocked out in 15 seconds. So really the kind of matchmaking that shouldn't happen at this level. Um, so I understand the sentiment. That was a little harsh, though, but thank you for the message there. Uh, Colin Avery, I like this one. Davalish Vili versus Sean O'Malley? No. O'Malley would never... 
Yeah, that's a, that's terrible Valley. fight for Shadow but, Valley. But I like the suggestion. Thank you, Colin, for throwing that, putting that in their universe. And he says maybe Valentina in a twenty-round fight where every round is a new competitor. I mean, outside of that, there just isn't much in terms of matchmaking for her. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. Uh, I'll run through some of these quick. Four Corner Sports and why I like some of these. Uh, uh, Pierce versus Jordan's one you mentioned. I like that. Uh, oh, Blades versus Dana White. He said, <laughs> I better read this to explain it. Uh, Blades versus Dana White. He says, since Dana White just can't stand him. This is true. Dana has had some some poor things to say about Blades' fighting style in the past. Uh, so, But in reality, he says it should be. He wants to see Blades versus, uh, versus Stipe. Uh, and we had another Nick Diaz retire comment. Uh, the UFC report, another Lawler and Diaz retire. Uh, they said... Both should go off in the sunset after that fun fight. I have no desire to see either guy fight again. Both are legends. This should be the last memory we have of them both. A nice sentiment. I think there's no way that uh, that we see the last, unfortunately. Uh, Timmy Osho, uh, Jalen Turner versus Mike Davis, John Pierce versus Mike 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 Grundy, Mike Grundy, and Lauren Murphy versus Jennifer Maya. Thank you for those, Timmy. Uh, Loctagon, who has taken it upon himself to collate the uh, no points, and I just want to repeat on air as many times as I have to: we are not authorizing this he's doing this of his own volition if anything should happen to loctagon's mental health during this we are not responsible mike uh but thank you loctagon for doing this uh even though we don't want you to i want for legal again if our lawyers are listening i'm not asking him to do this Otno project okay um his only Otno pick nick diaz versus kamar uzman so he just wants to see the world burn oh my so, god i only read that troll pick because he's he's he or she, actually, I should say they, I, I don't know, it's a man or woman, are, are doing the Ought No Points project, so whatever. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> Hayes the third had a lot of good picks. I'll read uh, one that I thought really kind of tickled my fancy here. Uh, they want, uh, bring back Diego Sanchez for Nick Diaz. Uh, it feels like this is the last we see him, uh, but if it isn't, he says, bring Diego Sanchez back for this to be his retirement fight. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, Jalen Turner versus Patty Pimblett. Uh, Matt Semmelsberger versus Michelle Prazeres. Uh, Ryan Doherty is on the Dacus versus Volkov Tabura bandwagon. I'm into that. Steven Breiter. Jalen Turner versus Ignacio Bahamondes. Very cool fight. And uh, Hooker versus RDA Makachev. Loser. Loser. So I saw a lot of that. Hooker facing one of those guys. Winner, loser. <laughs> Some what's in the mix there. Braden O'Neill, uh, Lawler retire. Jalen Turner versus Nazwat Hakparas. Semmelsberger versus Trinaldo. Dwight Grant winner on October 23rd. And uh, or just rebook uh, Jonathan Pierce, GSP versus Mowgli Benitez. Chris at Dragon Slayer 2 says Jalen Turner versus Austin Hubbard. Uh, Hubbard is a free agent, I believe, right? Not necessarily released, but he is a free agent, correct? Um, I, I feel believe like he's so. Said, like you said this in an interview after the uh, the Vince Pichel fight so oh, yeah, uh, but either way yeah so I'll count that though he, he, he very likely I think will come back so uh, so I'll give uh, I'll give uh, Chris Chris you'll get a point for that if that matchup happens um, JC Rodriguez wants to see Daniel Rodriguez versus Robbie Lawler Thomas Collins I, I don't know what is going on with these people but uh, they, he wants to see Euros Medich versus Darren the Denter Stewart the battle of the medical workers at catchweight Darren should be re-signed by the UFC just for this fight. We have had more Darren Stewart matchups <laughs> since he was released than I feel like we had. Just to play off of this dentist. Okay, anyway. Uh, our man in Denmark, Tok Gerding Jensen, always come with the Diaz, Lawler, retire. Andrade uh, versus Joanna Jacek at 125. And uh, he says, good luck to Marlon Moraes. 
in next year's PFL tournaments. Come on. No. And they don't even have a ban- you know it's double hard. They don't even have a bantamweight division. That's du- <laughs> that's a double burn. Yeah, because listen, Marlon Marlon will not be cut, nor should he, because that's no, why I was insane. But now you, Later. now you give Sean O'Malley a little pay increase, give him a main event, and you do O'Malley Marais. Oh, that little bonus bonus wild card pick. That's it. That's the fight I you make. Love it. I I I think O'Malley should one hundred percent take that fight. I'm not saying it's like an easy win for him. I'm saying it's a winnable fight against a really good name. Oh, I love that. Um, Liam Perry wants to ask. Uh, uh, Nick didn't look interested in fighting. I mean, never does. Is it possible he may have like one fight left on his contract to fulfill, and is just and just did this to so he could leave the UFC and jump into boxing uh, like a lot of other MMA fighters? What, what, is it possible, Mike? If not, even if it's not one fight, do you think he only he's just knocking off however many fights he has left? I have no idea what his contract looks like. I mean, literally, I, I haven't seen any reports or anything. Like he nothing. Signed, he, he signed it like ten years ago. So. Yeah, he signed a thirty <laughs> fight. He signed the Bret Hart WWF contract. Well, he signed for twenty fought, years. He's or only 20 fought fights. like three, three times since then. So. Yeah, I, I, I on it. Like honestly, just his demeanor, how he approached the fight, how he approached fight week. I really think that Nick was fighting himself. Like it wasn't Nick versus Robbie Lawler. I think he just needed to get in there and see if he could still do it. I, I believe. A lot of things he said were a little concerning, but I totally believed him saying, I don't want to live life in regret anymore. I don't want to look back two years later and think like, you know, I should have done this. I should have gotten back in there. I think that's what it was. I think he was, he's trying to find closure in with, within himself and his relationship with mixed martial arts. And I think that this was at least a, a step towards getting there. I, I like I want to look at it that way, but I do think there's some truth in what Liam's saying and that he wants to get this contract over with at some point. And I do I'll be shocked if he doesn't do boxing. Let's put it that way. I'll be shocked if Diaz doesn't do boxing at some point. Uh, Liam suggests Lawler versus Diaz trilogy thriller boxing twenty in uh, sometime in the year two thousand twenty six. So uh, yeah, I mean look, we're joking, but we've seen so many stranger things that doesn't even cause me to, to, to bat an eye at this point. Can you imagine uh, the not- numbers that Nick Diaz versus Anderson Silva would do in a boxing in boxing? Fight? Oh it'd be huge. I hope he would reenact the lying down in the ring. I think that'd be- <laughs> yeah. That's an homage, you know, they both have a laugh about it. Yeah. Um and I like he, what he had to say about uh, the Chikot, possible Chikaze jumping the line. He just says he thinks he should fight for the title next. Not keen on the Holloway trilogy with Volkanovski. Uh, if Max obviously was to lose, then uh, sorry, if Max was to lose again, it would just create a weird situation where he couldn't stick around at featherweight, and he doesn't think they'd fight a fourth time no matter what. That so. is, I, I could not disagree with 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 anything, and, and I respect your opinion, but I could not disagree anymore. Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovski three. From like a Jose Young standpoint, this is as good mm-hmm. as it gets. That is high level but if he martial loses, arts. Yeah, but if he loses, it doesn't hurt him. Like Max Holloway doesn't need the title. Like Max is no. still a relevant name. Max is still a problem yes. for a lot of these guys. And Max doesn't care about the title. Max just wants to fight the toughest challenges. And guess what fight would still be available for Max Holloway? Win or lose, Justin Gaethje, the dream fight, is still okay. there keep, no matter keep what. On it. Keep on it. Mike, you speak that truth. You keep that out there in the universe. Uh, Marcus McGahey calling this uh, UFC 266 the great edition of matchmaking. And he, he had some, uh, a lot of the, again, same picks to other people, but some good deep cuts here. Pierce versus Josh Kulabau. I think they're 
might be going in opposite directions. Oh, no, no, no. Kulava has coming off that nice win. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, and then a couple, you, you'll like these, the Contender Series stuff. Uh, Semmelsberger versus Jack Della Maddalena. I just like saying that name. And uh, Nick Maximov versus AJ Dobson. So there you go, Mike. Those are free. He threw you a bone there. Uh, Barry O'Reilly, Pierce versus Juliana Rosa. Uh, Nick Maximov versus EC Fatikopu. I think, again, that's a name that people just keep wanting me to say on the show. Uh, Jalen Turner versus Joel Alvarez. Mm, what else here? Oh, Lawler versus Michelle Pereira. I, I, I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm not against it. Uh, Shevchenko versus uh, Zhang Weili. He says uh, if Weili, if Zhang loses to uh, Namajunas in that rematch, he uh, could see her moving up uh, to 125. And the division is a bit messy, and she would just get an automatic title shot. Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, they, they're so in love with, with Zhang. And obviously, of course, the potential market she brings in, that would not surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> Uh, and Ortega versus Ferguson. Ortega realizes he can't beat uh, the top of 45, moves up, and gets a huge pay-per-view main event versus Tony. It wouldn't be a pay-per-view main event, Barry, but um, maybe maybe a, a, a pay-per-view main card fight. And he had to throw it out there, Volkanovski versus Cejudo. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cashman uh, says, okay, okay, so our, our the former New York Yankees GM, as we know, uh, Brian Cashman, uh, coming in, he says... He wants to mention Casey O'Neill for Valentina. Not next, obviously. He's not suggesting at all that next. He's saying keep a close eye on her. He thinks that, I think he's implying, he thinks that she will be that challenger someday, uh, which I like. And he said Marab should fight Montel Jackson, kind of based on what we've been saying today. There's just so many people ahead of him that will sit, that are not going to be willing to fight him. But I think Montel's a little bit, a little too far back. Yeah. Maybe Montel for Marlon. Yeah, that might make more sense. Uh, Michael Perugini, um Pierce versus Caceres, sure, I like that. Semmelsberger, McGee, you brought that one up. Maxim versus Malkoon. Nate Andrews. Uh, Lawler versus Nico Price, win or lose against Alex Oliveira. Nico Price would dream of that fight. He would love it. Uh, and I want to read this message from the Pound Town podcast who said, Vittori versus a dictionary. Uh, am I missing? Am I missing? <laughs> I saw him hate. I saw Vittori hating on Paul Felder. I saw that. I saw him, which is ridiculous. What what happened was was Felder talking a certain way that I didn't see was Vittori. So was I mean, there more to this? So for to, to to peel back the curtain a little bit, AK, I I was on AK duty on Saturday where yeah, I was yeah, doing the yeah. play by play. Sure. Uh, so it it began with Marvin Vittori tweeting out, had to mute the comment commentary on the fights. I can't stand Felder. Worst yeah, to ever that. do it. And then Felder yeah, said, I "Am I using too many big words?" Uh, and then they just kept going back. He said, "It's just a puppet." Paul Felder said, why? Because I have a job or because I called it like it was in your last fight? Um, Vittori responds with, it's not even about me. You are double-faced. You have no problems calling a fight one-sided when it's really not and would go out of your way to back your opinions up with lies that you know are lies. But you keep lying. I guess people love it nowadays. And then Paul Felder responded with, well, I'll do my best not to do that on October 23rd. I think you're a talented fighter, Marvin. I don't mean to upset you, but I call what I see. If you don't like it, that's not my job. Talk soon. And that was it. Dang, why? What is it? Marvin Vittori? Why? Why go after Paul Felder? Like, I don't like, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, all right, let's go to the email real quick here. Uh, Tom Roder, thanks for chiming in. I just, I just had this funny comment. Uh, Volkanovski versus Holloway, year, yeah, year winner. And uh, he says, I'm sure the rogue panelists will find a way to move a Volkanovski down the ranks. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, we're going to have to have a talk about this. Uh, so thank you, uh, Tom. I thought that was a funny comment. Casey Carpenter coming in. Uh, wants to see Volkanovski versus Zombie next. Zombie lost Ortega. So, I mean, it'd be a cool fight. I just I, I think Zombie has to at least win one um, before getting that. Um, 
Robbie Lawler, uh, she's a, uh, Casey Carpenter, they say uh, Robbie Lawler called a career, one of, one of their favorites, and uh, see him put in the Hall of Fame in 2022. Great win to go out on against a rival. Uh, Tyler Burrell coming in with some some popular picks here again. Uh, uh, thank you, Tyler, for the picks. I like uh, Tyler Santos, Jennifer Maya. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Another Ortega versus Chikadze. Robert Miller. Uh, again, Devalishvili versus the Barry Edgar winner. It's this big log jam, top division. I don't think Rob's going to get someone high ranked. He should be happy getting guys like Edgar or Vera next. I actually think he would. But he's happy all the time just to be beating people up. So I don't know what that says. Uh, Semmelsberg and Jeremiah Wells. And there you go. There's another Lawler uh, versus Till. So I'm I'm sorry I missed that one. Uh, going to Instagram real quick. Cameron Winch, first time, says, love the show. Long time listener, first time message for on the next one. Uh, Dacus Aspinall makes sense ranking-wise. Uh, what with Aspinall uh, uh, wanting to slowly step up. I know a lot of people don't want to see them matched up, Mike, but I've mentioned this before. I'm not against it. I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying it's my number one pick, but if you want to put these young heavyweight studs against each other, I think it's cool. I think it's a cool thing to do. I don't think a loss like hurts either guy. I want to see, I, I would love to see who's better right now. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'd rather. Yeah. These two guys are going to be in the top five at some point together. So I'm, I'm not I'm not against it. Uh, Michael Conifry, uh coming in with some good picks here. Rebook Roberson Maximov. Uh, of course, now everyone wants to see uh, AJ uh, Anthony Johnson fight Jake Paul. Uh, what, <laughs> it would be a good bounce back fight for him. <laughs> uh, Hooker Sarukian and uh, JSP versus Makwan Amir Khani. Uh, he said, does, "Does that sound like a fair matchup?" Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, it's a fair matchup. Uh, I, I, I think he's asking that there's a big difference in UFC experience, but I do think. Amir Khani really needs to rebuild like his he kind of had a reputation earlier as a big prospect that's past now he kind of has to fight these other prospects I think guys who are prospects now and and see where he is um we got a lot from uh, just call me Bob I just kind of by a pause I cannot read all this and I and it's really unfiltered I, I did not have a chance to look this over this guy always has some <laughs> some great thought uh let's see uh, boom Nick versus cowboy effing legends that aren't holy field pitiful uh, pitiful, excuse me, but no, don't need to be fighting UFC level fighters. Uh, he just wants to see Nazareth fight uh, Gaslam <laughs> somehow. Uh, have Calvin drop down to 170, prove that he actually wants to make it uh, like his identical twin easily could. <laughs> um, uh, gosh. Okay, I, I'm just calling Bob. You know what? I will. I will reply to your message personally. Uh, thank you always. Always dropping these long messages. Uh, Matt Bradbury, Jonathan Pierce versus Duho Choi. Sure, I like that. Uh, Turner versus Demir Hadzovic. Yeah, good picks. Really good picks here. Um, Hooker versus Tony Ferguson. I saw a few of these. I'm not against it at all. I saw a lot of people saying like, "This sounds like a crazy pick." That's is that's not a crazy pick, right? No, I think that, that no. that's fine. I, I'd that's rather see Hooker though. fight Ferguson than Sarukian fight Ferguson. And yeah, 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 same. But only because I think the UFC will just. I mean, Tony's in that spot right now. He's in that. Real deal, get you over the hump spot. And I think Hooker and Ferguson would just be like a fun fight where there's some stakes, but it'd just be like a fun fight. MMA heads, Robbie Lawler versus Max Griffin. Yeah, people still want to see, I, I, what I got from this episode is people just really still want to see Robbie Lawler in brawls, in fun fights against other stand-up fighters. I'm okay with that. I agree. If, you, if you're, yeah, n- none of this prospect matching. If you have fun matchups for him and, and, and it's, it's something that'll get him off the couch, uh, mo- I should say motivate him to get off the couch and sign that contract, I'm not against it. I'm fine with it. Uh, Hooker Dariush, I saw a lot of that. Uh, Turner versus Azaitar. Uh, Maximov versus the loser of Marquez versus Wright. So, a lot, again, a lot of deep cuts here. And Buffalo Gums just coming with one, oh, a couple, uh, couple picks. Jalen Turner, Vince Pichel, and 
two exclamation points, Dacus versus Jairzinho Rosenstrike. And uh, I'll close out with, a, we got a very long message from our pal Trip Harper. Obviously, I cannot read the whole thing, uh, but very enthusiastic about last night's card. Uh, <laughs> Trip, I'm sorry, I cannot read this, but uh, just he wants to thank us both again. Oh, he's here's what he, uh, Trip wanted to say. He really liked seeing your son on on the show the other day. So there you go. Shout out to uh, shout out to your boy. <laughs> yeah. But Trip, Trip, I'll resp- I was actually Trip. I will I will pass along your messages to Mike. Uh, love this guy's passion. Such a big fan, and and I'm glad I know I'm glad you guys got to meet at that show. So that's it. But uh, awesome picks all around, guys. I heard it was an awesome show. I think I think the picks were even better. Listeners, I think you guys crushed it. Again, I didn't see the show, so I can't really say objectively, but you guys are awesome. Um, keep them coming, guys. Hit me up on Instagram, at Alexander K.K. Lee. On Twitter, at Alexander K. Lee. That's just 1K on Twitter. And uh, email alex.lee at espionation.com. We're going to have to stop giving out the contact info because these. I mean, we're, we're getting over. Uh, there's just it's so many. Lot. There's just I so know. many. I know. It's a lot. Yeah, so we're, I'm going to play a little game. I'm not even going to give mine. Okay? Not just because I'm too cool, <laughs> but... Uh, let's see if you let's see if let's see if you can put I I challenge you to provide more submissions next week without the info. I challenge you. How about Don't that? Don't make them do work. Don't make them do work. Well, I'm just trying to plan some downloads for past are, episodes so people can go are, find it. You make this podcast. I I know this is not an appropriate comment. You make this podcast so sexy. I'm just gonna say <laughs> it. You know, we're we're at the end of the episode. <laughs> And I'm just throwing challenges out to everybody. Yeah, just, uh, I wouldn't even think of, to do that sort of thing. All right. So UFC 266 is in the books. We are on the road to UFC 267 and UFC 268, which will happen in back-to-back weeks, October 30th and then November 6th. So we're going to have some big shows on the horizon. But we will have fight night cards every week until that point. Exclu- starting with next week, UFC Vegas 38 headlined. But guess what? Another light heavyweight matchup. Okay. Tiago Santos versus Johnny Walker in the main event. We will see the return of one Aspen Ladd taking on Macy Chason. They've rebooked mm. that one. Kevin Holland will take on Kyle Dawkins. So Chris Dawkins sticking around Las Vegas to be in the corner of his brother. Kyle's biggest fight of his career against Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland needs a win big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Misha Serkinov, AK, dropping to 185 to fight Christoph Yako. Joe Selecki versus Jared Gordon. Very interesting fight. Uh, Carol Rosa looking to build upon the victory of her teammate and close friend, Jessica Andrade. And Betch Cahaya's seemingly final fight of her career. Is that not on the main card? Or we don't know the card. We don't know the card. We don't know the card. It's not finalized. Uh, that what? better be on the main card. That better be on the friggin' main card. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, I mean, there's some other fights. There, there's some fights that should definitely be on the main card. Uh, Jamie Malarkey, Devontae Smith is a great fight. Nico Price, Alex Oliveira. Antonita Shevchenko versus Casey O'Neill. Really interesting fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shanna Young versus Stephanie Edgar. Alexander Hernandez will welcome Mike Breeden to the UFC, former Contender Series oh. uh, alum who lost to Anthony Romero on the Contender Series. Uh, Mike Breeden gets a shot. Uh Alexander Hernandez was supposed to fight Leonardo Santos. Santos is out. Mike Breeden gets the call. He is in. So uh, I think I'm Alejandro Perez, Johnny Eduardo. I don't want to disrespect them. Douglas Andrade versus Johnny, Gaetano Perello. Johnny Eduardo, 43 year old Johnny Eduardo, still cooking. Yeah. 13 fights, no, no AK. Fight. 13 fights next he's been, week. He's been fighting since 1996. <laughs> Welcome back, son. 
This is going to be fun. How is no one talking for Johnny, for Johnny Eduardo's retire? God bless him. God bless you, Johnny Eduardo. Do you Hope. do it? You know, man, if you're... Holy crap. He hasn't fought since 2018. What is going on? Hopefully we get a, uh, a Guillermo Cruz special little feature on Mr. Eduardo. I'd love to, I'd love to yeah, read that. I mean, he's, he's interviewed him before. So, if, yeah, I mean, I hope, I'm sure he'll talk to him again. But, yeah, guys, go to MMAfighting.com, look up Eduardo, and, and, and read his stuff. I, mean, I know he's done an interview with Guillermo Cruz in the past. He's, a, he's one of one. Yes. This guy's one of one. Uh, so, yeah. UFC 266 is done. We'll be back next week talking Ooh. all things and the fallout of UFC Vegas 38. But until then, everybody, thank you for listening to the program once again. Thank you for making us one of the fastest rising podcasts in MMA podcasting. I, we appreciate that very much. Love doing the show with AK, even on like no sleep. I love uh, the show. It's just so fun. It's and so remember, fun. It's so fun. and remember everybody, and this is just a, a valuable lesson for all things MMA. Don't take this stuff too seriously. MMA is supposed to be fun, and we'll have more fun right here next week on On to the Next One, the podcast. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.